Hi hello friends cuties and chudders welcome to potter's podcast episode 17 book 1 chapter 5 diagon alley where are we at olivanders and har is going to buy his magic wand i can't wait any more let's join him a tinkling bell rang somewhere in the depths of the shop as they stepped inside it was tiny place empty except for a single spindly chair that hagrid sat on to wait Harry felt strangely as though he had entered a very strict library. He swallowed a lot of new questions that had just occurred to him and looked instead at the thousands of narrow boxes piled neatly right up to the ceiling. For some reason the back of his neck prickled. The very dust and silence in here seemed to tingle with some secret magic. "Good afternoon," said a soft voice. Harry jumped. Hagrid must have jumped too because there was a loud crunching noise and he got quickly off the spindly chair. An old man was standing before them, his white pale eyes shining like moons through the gloom of the shop. "Hello," said Harry awkwardly. "Ah, yes," said the man. "Yes, yes. I thought I'd be seeing soon, Harry Potter." It wasn't a question you have your mother's eyes it seems only yesterday she was in here herself buying her first wand ten and a quarter inches long swishy made of willow nice wand for charm work mr olivander moved closer to harry harry wished he would blink those silvery eyes were but a bit creepy Your father on the other hand favored a mahogany wand 11 inches pliable a little more power and excellent for transfiguration well i say your father favored it it's really the wand that chooses the wizard of course mr olivander had come so close that he and harry were almost nose to nose harry could see himself reflected in those misty eyes and that's where mr olivander touched the lightning scar on harris forehead with a long white finger i'm sorry to say i sold the wand that did it he said softly 13 and a half inches you powerful wand very powerful and in the wrong hands well If I would know what that wand was going out into the world to do. Hmm. He shook his head and then, to Harry's relief, spotted Hagrid. Rubius! Rubius Hagrid, how nice to see you again. Oak, 16 inches, rather bendy, wasn't it? It was, uh, yes, said Hagrid. Good one that one but i suppose they snapped it in half when you got expelled said mr olivander suddenly stern yeah um yes they did yes said agrid shuffling his feet i've got still got the pieces though he added brightly but you don't use them said mr olivander sharply oh no sir said harrid quickly Harry noticed he gripped his pink umbrella very tightly as he spoke. "Mm," said Olivander, giving Hagrid a piercing look. "Well now, Mr. Potter, let me see. 
He pulled a long tape measure with silver markings out of his pocket. Which is your wand arm? Yeah, well, I'm right-handed, said Harry. Hold out your arm, that's it. He measured Harry from shoulder to finger, then wrist to elbow, shoulder to floor, knee to armpit and round his head. As he measured, he said, Every Ollivander wand has a core of a powerful magical substance, Mr. Potter. We use unicorn hairs, phoenix tail feathers and the heart strings of dragons. No two Ollivander wands are the same just as no two unicorns, dragons or phoenixes are quite the same. And of course, you'll never get such good results with another wizard's wand. Harry suddenly realized that the tape measure which was measuring between his nostrils was doing this on its own. Mr. Ollivander flittering around the shelves taking down boxes. That will do, he said, and the tape measure crumpled into a heap on the floor. Right then, Mr. Potter, try this one. Beech wood and dragon hot string, nine inches, nice and flexible. Just take it and give it a wave. Harry took the wand and, feeling foolish, waved it round a bit, but Mr. Ollivander snatched it out his hand almost at once. Maple and phoenix feathers, seven inches, quite whippy. Try. Harry tried, but he had hardly raised the wand when it too was snatched back by Mr. Ollivander. No, no, here, ebony and unicorn hair, eight and a half inches, springy, gone, gone, try it out. Harry tried and tried. He had no idea what Mr. Ollivander was waiting for. The pile of tried wands was mounting higher and higher on the spindly chair, but the more wands Mr. Ollivander pulled from the shelves, the happier he seemed to become. Tricky customer, eh? Not to worry, we'll find the perfect match here somewhere. I want it now, yes, why not? Unusual combination, holy and phoenix feather, 11 inches, nice and supple. Harry took the wand. He felt a sudden warmth in his fingers. He raised the wand above his head, brought it swishing down through the dusty air and a stream of red and gold sparks shot from the end like a firework, throwing dancing spots of light onto the walls. Hagrid ooped and clapped and Mr. Ollivander cried, Oh, bravo, yes, indeed, oh, very good, well, 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 how curious, how very curious. He put Harry's band back into the box and wrapped it in brown paper, still muttering, Curious, curious. Sorry, said Harry, but what's curious? Mr. Ollivander fixed Harry with his pale stare. I remember every wand I've sold, ever sold, Mr. Potter, every single wand. It so happens that the phoenix, whose tail feather is in your wand, gave another feather, just one other. It's very curious indeed that you should be destined for this wand when its brother, why, its brother gave you that scar. Harry swallowed. Yes, thirteen and a half inches. You, curious indeed. 
how these things happen the wand chooses the wizard remember i think we must expect great things from you mr potter after all he who must not be named did great things terrible yes but great harry shivered he wasn't sure he liked mr olivander too much he paid seven gold galleons for his wand and mr olivander bought them from this from his shop the late afternoon sun hung low in the sky as harry and hagrid made their way back down diagonally back through the wall back through the leaky cauldron now empty harry didn't speak at all as they walked down the road he didn't even notice how much people were gawking at them on the ground laden as they were with all their funny shaped packages with snowy owl asleep in its cage on harry's lap up another escalator out into paddington station harry only realized where they were when hagrid tapped him on the shoulder got time for a bite to eat before your train leaves he said he bought harry a hamburger and they sat down on the plastic seats to eat them harry kept looking around everything looked so strange somehow you all right harry you're very quiet said hagrid Harry wasn't sure he could explain. He would just had the best birthday of his life and ate. He chewed his hamburger trying to find the words. Everyone thinks I'm special, he said at last. All those people in the locky called Ron, Professor Quirrell, Mr. Ollivander, I don't know anything about magic at all. How can they expect great things? I'm famous and I can't even remember what I'm famous for. Do you remember guys do you remember Dumbledore's words when he left our Harry as a baby at the footsteps of Dursley's that that is the apt place for Harry because Harry should be old enough to take everything in how very right he was now see our good-hearted Harry struggles even even now he couldn't understand why he is famous such a level of understanding we could expect from no one but albus dumbledore like hagrid even i would say whatever may so happen in future my reverence towards our greatest professor will never waver anyways let us follow harry's trail of thoughts harry says i'm famous and i can't even remember what i'm famous for i don't know what happened when voldemort i'm sorry i mean the night my parents died hagrid leaned across the table behind that wild beard and eyebrows he wore a very kind smile don't you worry harry you'll learn fast enough everyone starts at the beginning at hogwarts you'll be just fine just be yourself i know it's hard you have been singled out and that's always hard i know but you'll have a great time at hogwarts I did still do it's matter of fact said Hagrid Hagrid helped Harry onto the train that would take him back to the Dursleys then handed him an envelope your tickets for Hogwarts he said 1st of September King's Cross and it all and it's all on your ticket any problems with the Dursleys send me a letter with your all she'll know where to find me see you soon Harry 
the train pulled out of the station harry wanted to watch hagrid until he was out of sight he rose in his seat and pressed his nose against the window but he blinked and hagrid had gone like harry even i wanted to stay with hagrid but how can we send harry alone to dursley's it's impossible it's just a matter of fact right hagrid like hagrid says let's wait with harry till september 1st until then it's bye bye from kamali don't forget let's share and spread magic in the air see you soon